Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Before the therapy session begins, have to thank our newest patron over at Patreon, Linus Holzmuller. Thank you so much for your support. And to our other wonderful patrons who make this show possible and allow us to all come together, circle up, and try and make sense, Andy, of what in the world we saw take place yesterday because that was abysmal every negative adjective that you can come up with that is what yesterday was that was horrible but real quick just as a complete aside before we deep dive into all of this but i feel compelled to bring this up only because i don't know if maybe there are others out there who need to hear this too maybe they could use a little encouragement i don't know But somebody reached out to me on Twitter yesterday, right after the match. They sent me a message and they expressed to me that all of these poor results and all of these years of following Roma are really starting to negatively affect their mental health. And they were asking me if I have any tips or suggestions or if I had gone through something similar. And I don't know why, but it it stuck with me for a while after the match. And I I feel just compelled to bring this up now, Andy, only because whether it's football related or not, everybody at some point encounters some sort of issue when it comes to their mental health. But there's individuals far more knowledgeable and smarter than Andy and myself. So of course, we're not going to give any advice on mental health. The only thing I can say is talk to somebody critically important. Maybe I don't bring it up enough on here, Andy. Maybe more people need to hear it. I don't know. But take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. I can't stress that enough. And also, also, if you if you feel like social media is is responsible for sort of amplifying those feelings, then, you know, yes. try to put it down, try to put it away for, for, for some time. Yes. Um, yeah. give, your, give yourself some time uh, and put some distance between yourself and, you know, all that stuff that you associate negatively with, with, uh, with whatever you're feeling. Yeah. And, and on top of that, one of the, listen, I, I've been pretty outspoken. I think, Twitter has become a cesspool. I think it used to be a place where you could meet new people and it wasn't even remotely at the level of toxicity that it is now. However, I will say one of the few things that has been good about Twitter over the last few years is sort of uh, destigmatizing. Is that the right word? Um, Destigmatizing this Mm -hmm. mental health thing. I think that's been one of the best things just Twitter and the people on Twitter as a whole have done over these last few years. So seriously, um, even if it's not Roma related, I am huge mental health advocate. Please um, reach out to anybody because, again, I, I don't I'm in no position whatsoever to be giving mental health advice. Anyway, moving on to 
yesterday. I wish I could talk about other things. We got into mental health. Do you want to talk about cinema, cooking? I can. Else I can. can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We. Let's, let's... I, I know you could do the cinema. I. I'd be completely. Okay <laughs> I can with do that. the cooking. I can do the cooking. You can do the cooking too. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I sort of feel like there's really only one tone that it's going to have, and it's going to be resoundingly negative. And unfortunately, I, I don't think there is much way around it. I really don't. So yesterday was again abysmal from every point of view. I think everybody is responsible. I don't think you can point to one individual. I don't think you can point to one factor as to why Roma, once again, they lose to a big side. I, in, at least in my opinion, I, I think that was probably the knockout blow for a top four finish. Uh, Roma now five points off a of fourth. This is rough. Games like this, this so far this season, um, always you know remind me of... Um, when Robin Williams in 2003 he he lost out the Critics Choice Award um, for a movie called One Hour Photo uh, to uh, to Jack Nicholson and Daniel Day Lewis um, they they won in a tie and he was the only nominee left out and uh, and they felt bad about it and so they invited him on stage to make a speech because they knew he can be funny and uh, one of his remarks was. Um, Great, you know, coming here with no expectations, leaving with no expectations, pretty much a Buddhist evening for me. Uh, so I can only say that, yes, it was a, a pretty much a Buddhist evening for me. You know, I, I tried to be hopeful um, when I went on that big rant about I want to see Roma humiliate Napoli is because I was pretty certain that that was not going to happen. And obviously, you know, <laughs> when, when you have... Um, you know, when you have players buy into uh, a losing trend, when you have the whole team really being suffocated by by fatigue and 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 travel really getting to you, when you come on the pitch and you lack any kind of motivation, um, when after the game the players give a contrasting uh, oh, well con gosh. contrasting remarks with regards to what the coach said, then then you know that. The result was gonna go only one way, and 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 that's what happened. Definitely. Now we'll get into what you just brought up. The thing with Pellegrini, Fonseca, that is usually step one of the <laughs> step one of the divorce, I guess we could say. Yeah, that is usually where things start to unravel, or at least it's the first sign. Well, you know what? Forget it. Let's just start there. So after the match. Fonseca, the first thing he says out of his mouth when asked by Sky Sport, what, what happened? Why did this go wrong against the big club again? What, what's going on here? And he mentions we lack courage, we lack attitude, we lack character, and we just don't. And, and the thing he said, th this was the thing that it almost sounded like, um, like he was giving, not giving up, but almost like he was resigned to continuing to lose against these big clubs? I don't know. Or maybe it was just the guy simply out of answers. He says, maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's, or he says, all of us are at fault, but perhaps I'm at fault more. And it just sounded like a guy, Andy, who the white flag was in his hand. He didn't raise it yet, but you could sort of see him motioning towards that. 
And then you have Pellegrini, just a few moments later, he comes on, and he says, well, on behalf of myself and teammates, that had nothing to do with the lack of attitude, and he references how they didn't start pressing uh, up high until the second half. So he made it seem like it was more of a tactical issue. What do you make of this? Because, again, I can't help but feel that this is the first step of the long, drawn-out divorce, yeah? Quite honestly, I thought that um, I found that the lack of uproar in when it comes to Pellegrini's words was uh, compared to the things that I saw being said about Fonseca's words uh, was pretty surprising considering that, you know, to go out there and um, Fonseca apparently took took on the blame. Fonseca admitted that there is something wrong that there is something wrong within his expectations, within the, the way he prepares these games. And, you know, that, that quote that you provided is sort of a, you know, a, a, a reflection, um, an inevitable reflection uh, regarding the results that these games brought. Because um, there was a point, I remember, when everybody was like, oh, why isn't he saying anything about our losing record against the big teams? You know, why isn't he admitting that the, something is wrong? He, he did that yesterday, okay? And I thought that the fact that he did that was um, was definitely saying something about sort of the overall mood um, following the game and and sort of brings back this overarching theme of of, of not being able to, to stand up to these um, big clubs. And um, meanwhile, Pellegrini's words to me were... Just something like I, you know, after a game like this, how can you go on, on record and 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 talk about, you know, oh, we had we treated this game like an yes. an opportunity to show our quality. What quality? Where was this? Yeah, quality? And, and real quick, yeah. b- Before we go on, the the thing that I guess was confusing to me, and, and I don't know if maybe you thought this too, but. It, it, it was like people were picking sides, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why can't they? Well, <laughs> I don't think it's that black and white. It, it's really not, in my opinion. That, that's that. Well, that's what happens because again, that that creates narrative, and narrative is is the juice of 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 this country. Um, then you have sides. Then you can pick and choose the narratives for each side, and then you can have these sides battle it out with each other. And the truth is that mm, yesterday. Uh, you know, Fonseca just again not up to it with um, with how he fielded the team, not up to it in how uh, I guess he, he tried to motivate the team. But at the same time, you have these players that claim to go out there and and um, and you know and and display their quality when there was no quality to be to be seen. And mm-hmm. um, the fact that Pellegrini goes and says, "Oh, we you know this was an opportunity to to display our quality," but I guess we you know we we sat. We sat back. Um, that's no excuse. Like that's right. It doesn't, you know. Um, at a certain point, it, it, to what the coach tells you, it's one thing. But what you're able to do on the pitch is another thing. If, if for the nth time, Jeku is not able to provide any answers. If for the nth time, Pedro gets pissed off about being subbed out. If for the nth time. Um, players uh, you know like like Ibanez make stupid mistakes uh then then there are there is a limit to to what a coach can do a coach can yes 
contribute to how the team overall approaches the, the a match like this one. But um, what happens on the pitch is in large part to the players. And I thought that yesterday when the coach uh, sort of owned up to it for the first time, because people, I, I, I repeat, people were so frustrated with the fact that Fonseca was not admitting, you know, mistakes, was was always trying to stay positive. Yesterday, Fonseca did not stay positive. Yesterday, he sort of admitted that uh, this was a total capitulation. Um, it was not football. It was not a performance <laughs> worth rewatching. Um and and meanwhile, uh, you know, Pellegrini, the face of the team, the captain goes out there and has the balls to to really claim that um, they went out there with with their best intentions. I don't think so. Yeah, so that is where I take issue with this thing. Again, I, I don't think it has to be one or the other. I don't think you have to pick who is right between Fonseca and Pellegrini. I think you can find fault in both of the things that they said. First off, for Pellegrini... That's not what a captain does, okay? If you have an issue with something the manager said, you do that behind closed doors. You, you don't do that in front of the microphone, okay? Not the time. That was not professional. I really didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. For Fonseca, the thing that I, I was just puzzled by was when he brought up the motivation. So he said, we lack courage, we lack motivation, I guess my biggest issue is, well, if they lack motivation, or at least you think that they lack motivation, that reflects incredibly poorly on you. I mean, poorly probably isn't even strong enough. I mean, that reflects terribly on him. So if they're having trouble getting motivated at this point with you as a manager, then I think that is really all we need to know. Me personally, I don't think it's a motivation factor. I think clearly it's a mixture of tactical issues I think it's once again a mixture of individual errors I don't even want to bring up Paulo Lopez I don't want to talk about him today and I don't know if courage is the correct word but there's there's something here with these big matches okay we, we can't deny it anymore there, there's no more there's no more trying to excuse it okay so Roma under Fonseca they have played Lazio Napoli Juve Milan Inter and Atalanta in 22 matches. In those 22 matches, Roma have won three, they have drawn seven, and they have lost 12. Again, abysmal does not even begin to properly describe how bad they are in these big matches. We're, we're past the point of, oh, well, it's just a blip. Uh, and I guess people just trying to excuse it. We're, we're, we're past that. You can't excuse this anymore. <sighs> My my feeling is I shouldn't have even said it in the previous episode where I said the the prospect of having to press the reset button in the summer is so unappealing to me that I hope Roma win just for the sake of there won't be any discussion about who who the manager will be for next season. And lo and behold, Andy, not only did we have that, but we also had Max Allegri in studio with Sky Sports. So we got a double dose of uh, kicks to the groin after this match because it does seem like yesterday was somewhat of a metaphorical end or representation of Fonseca's time at Roma. Did you get that sense too? 
I may I may have gotten it, but I I still I still don't think so. And I in my mind this is um this is not the way it should end. Uh, just because I think that sort of it's it's natural for for having many ups and downs. And I there are there are things that you can fix in the short term and things that you cannot. And um, if if what what Allegri did yesterday, which was, in all honesty, ridiculous and quite pathetic, um, very odd, very it's, odd. It's it's it was about as pathetic as Conte who goes on a game show uh, with uh, with the three cards, with the three possibilities of which team he's going to coach. That's that's how pathetic that was yesterday. And you know they invite him over, and he, he, he all of a sudden. The man who, in his final year at Juve, was treated like the biggest idiot, um, suddenly comes back and is hailed as this, you know, this mentor, this legend who says things like, uh, you know, the goalkeeper um, should save and uh, the, the attackers should score, and you know, it, what matters is winning and all that stuff that that again, um, people love to 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 eat up um, with with their morning cereal. Uh, I thought that what 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 happens is that obviously to me the, the the most again the most sort of disappointing part is the Pellegrini aspect of a player going in front of the cameras right after the coach and saying basically the opposite of what the coach said um, and really contradicting him on, on live television again once again br- bringing in needless drama needless tension. There are things that you you sort of sort out behind closed doors, and that that's it. And to me, if there is a plan for this summer, or if there is a plan for the coming years on the Friedkin's part, it, that plan doesn't depend on on yesterday. That plan doesn't depend on two weeks ago. That plan doesn't depend on three weeks from now. That plan has to be already set in motion. And and we 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 have to be going toward that direction because if you you know if if you sort of play it the the way that we Roma have been playing it under Palotta for you know in the last few years where really every decision seemed to be made on the spot like oh should we should we sack him should we not sack him should we get rid of this player should we not get rid of this player. Um, you you really cannot have that if if you want to 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 really build something and i get the impression that this summer is going to be one of 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 moving major pieces of of trying to 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 start something something fresh something that has uh potential i do not think that bringing in a guy like allegri um with the current team will solve all your problems. If you do that, then in a year's time, you'll find yourself in exactly the same position as now with the same complaints, the same tension, the same headlines. And, um, and you'll be wondering, Oh, should we bring in this guy or should we get rid of this guy? And that's probably the worst um, sort of scenario that I can imagine at this point is um, the ownership, the management rushing to decisions when really they should take their time and 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 have a strategy that sort of will be um, the correct and 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 optimal answer for everybody involved. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very very odd situation now, 
again, it, it sort of felt like yesterday was the knockout punch to any hopes in top four. I mean, it's going to take something extraordinary to finish in the top four now. I, I don't even know. I mean, obviously, <laughs> that starts with beating Atalanta, which, uh, based upon my hard in-depth research, uh, Fonseca has not done once. He's lost all three times against Atalanta. Uh, so I am not remotely hopeful, and I can't help but feel that that this sort of a match is going to have a, a huge, huge negative impact on the rest of the season. Do you do you get that too? Because this didn't just feel like your your usual loss like all of the others against the big club. This, to me, again, th- this sort of felt like a much bigger representation. It, it sort of feels like a lot of bad feelings potentially came to a head, again, with Pellegrini. I just don't know where you go from here, I guess, is my concern because now it's all it's when the Europa League and if we're again if we're just being if we're just being honest with ourselves if we're if we're going by history if we're going by the current form obviously the odds of Roma doing that not super high of course there's always a chance but I guess I just don't know where we go from here because this really again felt like more than just your your normal loss. We have losses all the time at Roma, but there's that one that you have where everything just comes apart, right? Di Francesco, it was the loss in the Coppa Italia to, to Fiorentina. With Garcia, it was that that stretch in January where you draw with Milan and you have this, this string of really bad results all within a two- to three-week period. This sort of feels like those moments now it's just I I guess I I find it difficult that Fonseca is able to work his way back from this and I know you you just brought up Allegri clearly you are not a a, an enormous fan of him is that a fair assessment well maybe with the right tools I just don't think we have the right tools for him so I, I see no point in bringing in somebody like him if you're not willing or not able to to bring in big big names that guarantee him um success because for him success is having big time players um making big time plays to secure wins yeah so that's sort of my concern i i I wonder if roma are are in this waiting to see position simply because you have guys like allegri sarri who are available that you could bring in and I think just on an individual level, if we're comparing them manager by manager, I think most would agree that those two are better than Fonseca. So I wonder if just by way of opportunity, that's how they're approaching this situation with Fonseca. Again, I guess I go back to what is the way back for him? Because, okay, he doesn't win the Europa League. To me, I think that's sort of an unfair, an unfair uh, sort of like last uh, last straw. I guess is the only way I could put it. Right. You can't pin winning the Europa League whether as to whether or not you want to keep this guy beyond the season. For me, if the Friedkins do want to continue with with Fonseca, 
you resolve it now. Okay, get it out of the way. Stop with these. Listen, I knew this was going to happen, but within two hours, the articles just started flying. Fonseca in question. Guys, he's been in question for the last five months. Okay, come up with a new title. But I guess this one just felt it just felt a bit different because I, I have to say his mood after the match was much different than what we're accustomed to seeing from him. Right, because he saw that the team bought into the losing trend. The team, when the team starts believing, you know, all the hocus pocus that is being written about. Um, once you actually see it take place, once you actually see the team, you know, hang their heads low and and sort of accept a defeat from the get go, um, then you know you're in trouble. You know what? What I have to say about this situation is completely different than what the Friedkins have to say about this situation. For me, Fonseca and Roma are in line with the objective that I had in mind, which is. Um, Get the yeah, fifth, we both said fifth, yeah. Fifth place. There's they're right. they're right there. They're right there for the money. So um but that's my point of view. And that those were my expectations. And I still think that those are the realistic expectations. Now people will say again, ah, oh, this Roma team is one of the highest earning teams in the league. And when once again, your highest earning player in history has scored six goals this season. Okay. Yeah. Don't that's, look. Don't don't look at the second highest earner. Exactly. That's that, and that's you know that we we've talked about this, so it's it's pointless going into that direction. What I'm saying is that, um, if you know if if this is to me if this was the game that makes people sort of within the team and within the club realize certain things, um, I don't think that this should be the game that decides Fonseca's fate. I I think this game should be the game that decides everything that has to take place in the summer. Because, Mm. again, I'll emphasize it, getting rid of the coach will not solve the problem every single time. That's that's not what happens. Um, you you know it didn't. That's why when you when you got rid of uh, Di Francesco, you didn't settle for Ranieri. Right. Remember that stretch of twelve games where the newspapers were every single day were calling for the re- renewal right, of, right, of Ranieri, right. where they were like, "Is he gonna get renewed? W- what's happening? Why is why isn't God get, getting it renewed?" That's why, because twelve those twelve games didn't really provide any cl- clear answers. Didn't you know um, make Ranieri a, 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 a real candidate for that position long term? So to me, this. If if this game meant something to 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 the Friedkins who you know got got um, Dan Friedkin was caught on camera shaking his head great fantastic yeah. love it everybody is is going crazy about it if that meant something to them if 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 that meant something to Pinto if that meant to any something to anybody who makes important decisions within the club then great but I hope that that something is related to everything that is supposed to be set in motion once the season ends. Because if if this one game makes you realize only one thing, that the coach needs to go, um, then that is definitely the wrong conclusion and is sort of the easiest answer you can find. This is usually the, the, the difficult uh, option is to stick with the coach, you know, make a decision like that or uh, come out and say, you know, we, we still have faith. This is not, this is, we will work on it. Um, 
because having that one answer that is that clubs make, you know, clubs undertake all the time sacking the coach and they think that that's that's the key um, to everything. That is definitely not the key to everything, not at Roma, at least. Um, and I just think that I hope that if, as you say, this was the game, um, then this was the game that ha- will have you know, consequences for everybody involved, not just one piece to the puzzle. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Well, you mentioned the summer. What does that entail for you? I think we would all agree there is a large amount of <laughs> deadwood, I guess is probably the kindest way to put yeah. it. It is a bit depressing, though, if you pull up Roma's wage bill and you look at, listen, your wage bill should reflect your top performers in your team, yeah? Uh, or at least for most logical clubs, that's the way it should appear. Your your highest earner is your best performer. Uh, not at Roma. Again, uh, you know how um, some videos now, they say like, may contain sensitive material please use discretion before viewing that's what roma's wage bill should come with it should come with a disclaimer before you open it like a pop-up should appear are you sure you want to look at this you're positive you want to view this because you are going to get depressed (laughs) i I mean it is my gosh it it is depressing you have pastore right you you have jekko uh in zonzi they're they're still paying some of his wages and then on top of that, you look at some of the guys who are without doubt coming back. Cliver, he's not going to be made permanent. Under won't be made permanent. And you mentioned the summer, and then you look at the wage bill, and I can't help but, or maybe you don't feel this way, but it is very overwhelming, at least in my opinion, the level of overhaul that needs to be done. Is that what you agree with? Well, yeah, the, this this team needs needs proper restructuring, and and only then can you start thinking of, oh, a revolution or a new cycle. Okay, uh, you know this is this was year minus one. You know this wasn't year zero. Um, if you know, I, I I love this that people bring up. You know, Atalanta. Oh, you know, they they may you know look at you know look at our wage bill and look at Atalanta. Yes, but. Um, Zapata and and uh, and uh, Muriel have have more goals than than all of our attack combined. Okay, all of them. They have guys that come in perform at the highest level, no matter you know who steps in. Um, we don't. We have to stick by the the eleven, twelve, maybe thirteen players that we can really count on, and and usually um, about six of them. Uh, don't perform or get into injury or whatever, and and then you have to count on the 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 the, the dead weight, um, meaning the likes of Bruno Perez. There are gonna be people who are gonna be leaving this summer. Juan Jesus finally, um, Bruno Perez. Hopefully, you know it's it's um, 
it's it's you have to figure something out because you know having somebody like Jeko, um having your your starting striker be 35 make uh, that much money and score only six goals and then for the most part of the season get into it with the coach and then be injured and you don't have really any valid options beside somebody who played backup at Levante in 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 Real Madrid um you know you're in trouble and you're always going to be in trouble no matter who who sits on the bench so it's it's going to be complicated also because i think that people have this idea that the Friedkins came in and as the new owners they're going to be splashing money left and right i still don't see it and um you may say that this is what their intention is but roma is never going to be the place that will attract um the people that make most money and and i don't think that roma are going to be a club that will be able to splash serious serious money on on really talented individuals that will come in and and you know and change the club just like that because that if because if you want if you want allegri then you must also want somebody that a big name that can come in and and give you instant instant results um you can't have uh, allegri and then you know um bet on the likes of vr ibanez allegri doesn't play that game okay uh, moise moisekin could could not see the, the 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 color of the pitch when he was when he was uh, playing under Allegri. Okay, the, the, that type of player is not a player in Allegri's mind. To him, what counts is: do you have a, a, a history of winning? Do you have uh, you know uh, years and years of experience? Then great, then welcome. Um, but I just don't know what the direction is, and that's probably that's what we can look forward to is where does Roma go from here? Um, because to me, this was a perfect opportunity to to continue this cycle, make big changes, but continue this cycle with Fonseca. Some may disagree. I totally get it. I just hope that whatever decision is made is sustainable for the future because now we're, we're really seeing, now we're really caught up in this. Now we're really seeing what it what it feels like to be held hostage by the contracts of players like Fazio, of players even like Dzeko, because Dzeko is the example of a player that should have left at, at least a year ago um, and not given such a huge contract, a player that you know is is adored because of what he means, because of what he did. Great, but there is a point where, in time where everything stops. And and we have to realize that you know we've we've made mistakes in the past. You know the the previous ownership made the mistakes in the past, and we're starting to to sort of um, see what it feels like to to be held hostage by those mistakes. All right. Well, <laughs> this has been lively. Before we go, then, I guess what what now for the rest of the season? I mean, this just feels like a death march. Well, we again, we're in line for fifth place, so I have my popcorn ready. I'm, I'm really, I have my most comfortable fl- slippers, and I'm just really excited about these upcoming games to see if we can reach <laughs> fifth place. That's that would be great. I hope that we have a, a good display against Ajax, and I hope that we can um, get some of our most important players back. I want to see Vertu fully fit and healthy. I want to see Ibanez, uh concussion less because um, 
some of the, sh- the decisions that he's made over the oh, last three word. weeks yeah, since returning have been bad. I want to see Very. Chris Smalling um, change diet. I want to see... I, I want I want to see Mikitarian uh grow a full set of hair again and 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 play like like the like a man, and um yeah I just want to I just want to have a reason to to watch this team because um if if really we are going towards the death march then you know you may as well pack up and leave and you know shut shut down your TV and whatever and and stop oh, listening to gosh. this. But I think that there there is going to be a few more reasons to watch this team. I just think that um, in in the league it's going to be tough, and people have to sort of realize that <laughs> this is, you know, if what were our expectations for this game? Once again, I thought that everybody was on on this on on board with this team has very little chance of 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 turning this into a winning result after uh playing um on on Thursday in Ukraine and suddenly that's that 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 thought is out the window and we all expected them to win so i, I don't know i hope that everybody finds their own way of of uh sort of enjoying these <laughs> these last few games of the season and that roma sort of give us uh, satisfaction and if this is if these are the last uh, couple of months of of Fonseca's tenure, um, then at least I hope that you know it will be it will be a good couple of months. That's all. All right. Well, I, I guess before we go, then this thing against the big clubs, I, I I thought that they would break it yesterday. I have to be honest with you. Going into yesterday was probably the best that. I have felt <laughs> about this team going. Okay, go, go, wow. go. I think that says a lot about you, John. <laughs> it's the hope that kills you. <laughs> so I, I can't explain that. But what is it? Is is this an individual problem? Is this a managerial problem? Is this a tactical problem? Because I feel as if you can blame all of it, and I guess. I would feel better if we could pinpoint this one exact thing as to what it is, but that doesn't seem to be the case. I mean, on the first one, Paul Lopez, I don't even know what to say anymore. Right, but you, you know, but 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 that's that's what you're saying now. Before this game, you were saying, "Oh, he's you know he seems to be back on it. He's he's had a, a, a really good some really good saves against Shakhtar. He was you know that's." Where where are those remarks? <laughs> no, and you're right. Um, but I guess that sort of goes to the overall trend of him at Roma, right? I mean, you get a good two months and then you get a bad three months. Right. Every, and- I, I guess he's probably the embodiment of Roma under Fonseca. And I'm not saying that it's Fonseca's fault, but it, it seems like this team over the past two seasons, it's two steps forward and then three backwards. It always seems like the moment you start to gain some confidence in this team, they just they let you down at the very worst moment. Right. Well, I don't. I I think that the analogy between uh, between between um, between Lopez and Roma is not the correct one. I think that the pro- probably for this Roma is it's uh, it's VR, VR when when he had that. Beautiful stretch. Um, everybody was sort of calling him, "Oh, the new Pizarro," and um, you know this. We were on here raving about him. He, you know, incredible quality, um, incredible presence at his high. In you know, at his highest, at his peak form, 
fantastic. And then at, at his lowest, he's anonymous. And that's what this Roma team is when 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 they're when they are at their lowest in a in a game like the one against Napoli, they're anonymous. In a game like uh the one against Atalanta, they're anonymous. Um so it's this is you know that that has been the trend. It, it has been a trend of of a team that has been able to develop um, really attractive football at times. That has been able to uh, apply pressure to 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 smaller opposition to um, and 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 succeed in doing so by having really an impressive string of results. Um, but when they're bad, they're bad because they don't show up. And and probably that's the that's sort of the main worry of it all. Okay, well, if that didn't brighten up your day, I don't know what will. We will. <laughs> I, I, I don't know when we'll be back. I think we all could use. Could there have been a more appropriately timed international break? I, I think we all need it. Oh yeah. So for sure. everybody, step away, uh, enjoy the weather where, wherever you are. Get some fresh air. We will talk with you. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe later in the week. Who knows? (laughs) Your guess is as good as ours. We'll see if anything develops over the next couple of days. So chat with you relatively soon. Until then, ciao. Ciao. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 